Hello, friends. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. We're your hosts. I'm Christina. And I'm Maddie. And this is Murders and Martinis. Do-do-do. How you doing, friend? I am doing good. You sure? I'm tired this yeah. week. It's been quite a couple of few... What? Oh, boy. There it's you go. been quite a few days. What? It's been a rough couple of days. There it is. There we go. Yeah. Um, And I just feel like now my back's hurting, my neck's hurting. I need a bath. (laughs) That's all. I need a bath. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the season. Tis the season, as they say. To be fucking jolly. Yeah. So, I feel you. Yeah, that's all. That's it for me. Really boring, but uh, just... Tired. Just tired. I feel like my body feels tired. Yeah. And mentally, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. And yeah, that's about it. How are you feeling? How are you? As she yawns. Sorry. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm okay. Mm. I'm also tired. Yeah. Last time we spoke, I was about to do parent-teacher meetings, and they were long. Yeah. How many did you have? I think I had 19. Oh, shit. Okay. That's well, out of 35, it's not great, but... You have more to do? I, no, I had 35 students. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. In total, which is, I mean, if you compare it to, like, other parts of the the world, I mean, look at the U.S., how many students they have and how many students even I had when I was teaching high school. Like, I had 35 kids a class. Now I have 35 kids total. In total. Okay, not too so, bad. So it's not awful, but, like, out of 35, only 19 parents, like, signed up for parent-teacher meetings, and we were like, cool. Nice. All right, then. Wow. But I mean it wasn't bad. It was just it's it's just been long days preparing for that and then we've got a bunch of strike shit happening. Mm. So it's trying to fit in all the stuff before the strike and then holidays. This is really boring conversation. I'm so sorry. It's, it's fine. We're, we're catching up, you we're, know, like it's reality, it's life. We're figuring it out. Yeah. And we're doing the best that we can. We're struggle busting through. Yeah. So that's it. For real. And I I need to sleep for probably about 24 hours so I don't lose my shit, but that's fine. Honestly, I feel like I could sleep for 24 hours and I'd still be tired. Yeah. I think we're just living in Delulu world, so. Yeah. It's okay. It's almost halfway through the week. Tomorrow will be halfway. And yeah. then I feel like, I just feel like the closer we get to Christmas, the more excited I am. So obviously taking down the day. I'm trying not, I'm trying not to make them go too fast because then it's gonna be over and then it's like January and what the fuck happens in January? Nothing. Yeah. Um, but um I'm excited, so I just feel like I keep just counting down the days. Well it's, you should be excited. It's keeping me Because uh, when this episode comes out Oh yeah, it's my birthday. It's your birthday. It comes out on my birthday. Twenty six. I know. Thriving. Sorry, I almost said twenty seven, and that's not correct. Honestly, I feel like I've or I'm already twenty six. You've been telling people you're in your thirties, so. Well, I feel like that sometimes, you know. So. I feel like I'm eighty five. I feel you. Yeah, but I know twenty six. I feel like such a boring year. I feel like until I'm like, I feel like twenty eight's a good year. Twenty nine's obviously a good year. Then thirty is a big one. See, I like twenty six because it's an even number. Yeah, twenty five is nice though. I, it's my least favorite number. Oh, I just like because you're halfway. To what? 30. 
Oh, in your 20s. Yeah. I was like, where's your math? Or halfway to 50. That's not a reassuring thought. Mm. I feel like I had a whole quarter life crisis the other day. I, t- I called my sister. We were on the phone for like two hours. <laughs> You've been having a lot of quarter life I think crises. it's just as I get older, I'm like, oh, fuck. It doesn't help that. I feel like you can't help but to compare. And you look at people our age, like some, well, not a lot of people our age, but you just look at like typical 26 year olds, like, what are they doing? And I'm like, hmm, yeah, I'm not so there yet. Different. No, I know. Look at us. Exactly. Very different. Everyone's different. Everyone's, Everyone's different. I not that I compare. Lives. And how, it's not that I get bummed out on it. I just feel like as you get older, you realize like, oh, fuck, like people, like my sister will say like, oh, when I was your age at 26, I was pregnant with my first kid. And I'm like, that's great. That's good for not you. Not me. No. So when you compare it like that, you're like, oh, fuck. People my age, not typically, but like some people my age are like really going after it. But yeah, here we are. One step at a time. One day at a fucking time, bitch. Oh, fuck. One One hour at a time. One minute. (laughs) Okay, we're going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I know I had like a quarter-life crisis, and then obviously it was like a little brief moment, and then I snapped out of it. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. My birthday. Right. Bring it back up to positivity. Yeah. No, we're going to have fun. We're going out this weekend. We are. I have a fucking jam-packed weekend yeah you do um my birthday dinner then i have my family birthday night and then we're i'm going to go see the grinch yeah with a live orchestra yeah i don't know how i was gonna say a musical but that's not what it is it's just a a live orchestra that's gonna be very exciting exciting excuse me it's my favorite thing yeah i know please that was really good no i'm gonna keep it great I was listening to an hour-long Baby Shark, all different compilations, and at one point, Baby Shark, do 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 do, and it was just like different, and it was like Baby Shark robot, and I was like, oh shit, get down! It it goes on, bitch. It yeah. goes on. I wish I could find it. So it was like do 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 do, Baby Shark go do 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 do, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of a bop. It's kind of <laughs> do do kind of hits. <laughs> well, on a fun note. To get us in the mood for this episode, what yeah. are we drinking? Well, also in spirits of what I'm going to be doing this weekend, I decided to, we should make the Grinch cocktail. Hell yeah. It looks so fucking good. Yeah, it's it does. a slush it, which drink. we love. Which I think is the first one we've done on the podcast. Yeah, because slush. it requires some work. It Just really a bit. does. Just a bit. Not it, too crazy. It pays off because it's so cute. It is very cute. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So all you need is ice, lime juice, pineapple juice, mm-hmm. coconut rum, melon liqueur, mm-hmm. and you rim your glass basically with like um, coconut shavings, which uh-huh. we did not do because you don't like coconut. Yeah. The the rum is already like yeah. a touch too much You for don't me. taste it that much. It's I, more of like the melon citrus that you taste yeah we added more pineapple juice yes. for my drink because yeah. i don't like coconut rum yeah that's okay so if you don't yeah. like coconut this drink it really just replace it with you. regular rum yeah it's gonna it's really do the just, same you thing want the melon liqueur to make the color yeah and that's pretty much it you could really replace it with any liquor i'm pretty sure vodka would also be good with it i just think it's very tropical tasting because of obviously the pineapple the coconut well, that's like, the whole purpose yeah if you don't want it to be tropical you can mix it with which is funny because it's a winter themed i know it's just drink. the color and the, the name yeah. i guess 
It's good. It, I honestly, like I said, I, I don't love the coconut, but it's really quite a good drink. Yeah, I like it. I'm Big a fan. fan. I'm a fan of all the flavor. Yes, well flavor. done. Savar? Mm, we're just going to... I don't know. All of the things. All of the things. All the things that go in here, I like. So enjoy. Yeah. We're going to need this because my story is fucking crazy. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink. Well, before we get started, grab a drink. And take a seat. And, and let's, let's get, get into it. it. So I got this story. Actually, the first time I saw this was actually on Snapchat. Oh? On one of those, like, stories that you see, like, on, like, the... Like, the news article yeah. things? Yeah, okay. And um, I was just kind of a what-the-fuck moment when I saw it. So I knew I had to cover it because I was like... I feel like I need to just look more into this. Um, and I got it, uh, and I, when I did the research, I got more information from the New Zealand Herald, actually. So oh. from a newspaper. I'm going to take a guess where it took place. Uh, <laughs> are you ready? I am ready. Good. So, let's begin. Jessica Camilleri has received a sentence of 21 years and 7 months for the brutal decapitation killing of her mother, Rita, what in 2019. What Her mother? Her mother. Her mother. Her okay, mother. Okay, good start. Yes. Great. The offender sobbed, and then people in the courtroom clapped after the long sentence was delivered. The judge saying the 27-year-old did not deserve a concession for her mental disabilities. Justice Helen Wilson said that due to the extreme nature of Camilleri's crimes, a stern sentence is called for. Okay. Her judgment detailed how Camilleri had squeezed and prodded her mother's eyeballs after removing and engaged in acts of decapitation and cannibalism following the killing. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? She was sentenced to serving a non-parole period of at least 16 years and two months. Justice Helen Wilson found that Camilleri had practiced grave and mutilating depravity when killing her 57-year-old mother, Rita, in July. Oh, I feel ill. Yeah, just wait. You, you went just straight you went, in. Hey, boom. Way to go. Yeah. She found that Camilleri was not remorseful about the killing. After the brutal assault, Camilleri then took her mother's severed head. Oh, no. And went out onto the street. Just walked around. Just walked around. Dropping her mother's head twice on the footpath outside their home, Camilleri had shown only concern for herself and for her future welfare. Not for her mother, the court heard. Oh, my, my God. God. So now you understand when I heard, oh, daughter decapitates mother, then cannibal. And I was like, I need to see what. Unfortunately, there's not much before the killing, like about her upbringing and all that, that I could find. Um, just what caused the attack, if you could call it a cause. And, like, obviously her sentencing and what happened. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking horrific. And, um, yeah. I don't want to. She had killed her mother in a fit of rage to prevent being sent to a hospital for psychiatric treatment after a series of acts, including threatening to shred the heads of strangers. I don't know what the fuck that means. But Shredding I'll shred the, the heads head of, of strangers. strangers. Okay. In sentencing Camilleri for killing her mother in 2019, Justice Helen 
uh, Wilson found that she had committed as serious a form of manslaughter as possible. She understood the nature of her act when stabbing her mother and clearly knew it was wrong. She fully understood the nature and gravity of her actions. Rita Camilleri, whose body had more than 90 defensive wounds to her hands, must have been in extreme pain and both shocked and terrified by what was being done to her by her own beloved child. This was made worse by the presence of a four-year-old, known as Child A, who Jessica referred to as the little bastard. Oh, yeah. Oh, that took a turn. She had to fight him off, and, and basically the child was wounded after trying to jump on her to stop her. Oh my god, the poor baby. Yeah. So was the mom hit the child's mom as well, or was it like a grandma? You know, that's a good question. Just child A for now. Yeah, okay. just child A. We'll, we'll get to that. No. Oh. Just child A. You really meant it where this case does not have a lot of family. <laughs> no, involved. yeah, it really okay. just has no... Understood. Yeah. I'm assuming it's maybe... I don't think it's her own. I think maybe it's like a grandmother situation. Okay. Because she only had two daughters. Right. So maybe it was the other daughter's I mean, child. I don't fucking know. Rita Camilleri had succumbed to the attack by her much bigger daughter. Oh. After calling an ambulance following a series of deeply troubling incidents. So yeah, so these included threats of decapitation to strangers. Jessica called at random saying, I will come over to your house with a knife in my hand and shred your head to the neck. This is to her own mother. This is to random neighbors, to okay. strangers, basically. Um, Camilleri was originally charged with murder, but was found guilty of manslaughter by a jury last December. In the months before killing her mother, Camilleri had stopped taking her prescribed mood-stabilizing and antipsychotic drugs. Mm. In the day leading up to the offense, her mental condition deteriorated and she became increasingly agitated. On the evening of July 20th, Rita became so concerned about her daughter's behavior, she thought she could be taken to... Uh, she should be taken to a hospital, sorry. Right. When she tried to call an ambulance, Camilleri stopped her mother and she struggled over the phone. Oh. Rita then tried to get another phone and another struggle ensued. Jesus. You ready? No. No. Dress Jessica dragged her mother into the kitchen by the hair. Oh. Attacked her with seven steak knives. Oh. Beheading her and removing her tongue, eyeballs, and nose. What the fuck? An autopsy found Rita suffered at least 100 stab wounds to her face and head. The week-long trial had heard gruesome and graphic police evidence, crime scene body cam video, and a police interview with Camilleri. Her face still coated with her mother's blood and her hands bagged, which I guess means like like uh, in handcuffs. I don't know. Um, Camilleri had been in custody since she was arrested, um, covered in blood and standing near her mother's decapitated head. Oh my god, I don't like this at all. Her trial was played um her trial was played a police recording in which she is heard to say, Mum's head is on the path and she asked if it can be sewn back on. Oh, oh my god, I just got a, an awful visual. Oh, that's that's horrific. Yeah. She says, um, Camilleri then appears to tell officers how she chopped her head off with a knife and then ask them continually continuously if the head can be sewn back on. On the police recording, Camilleri can be heard saying, my mom's head is on the concrete over there. Can you bring someone back to life if they, have, if they don't have a head? Can you bring her back to life? Oh, she's so ill. 
Oh, she's so ill. Yeah. When one officer tells her no, she continues, can I ask you if my my mom is dead? You just can't bring her back to life. I won't get the death penalty or anything. Okay. Well, I don't know where the priorities are, to be fair. Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can do. She's a goner. You can't just restart her heart. Because I know doctors can do miracles. They can't just re-sew her head. Police officers respond, that's a bit of a stretch. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Being very literal. Yeah. The trial was played... Um, a police interview with Camillary the day after her mother's death. In the interview, Camillary said her mother, um, that half her nose fell off in the struggle. Oh, how? <laughs> Listen. Hey, quick, quick little cue for mm. you. How, how does that, how, how does one lose half of their nose? I'm thinking what she stabbed that? her. And then it fell off. No. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. I want to go home now, please. Uh, I don't... You don't have uh, to finish. Because now I have visuals. I imagine being stabbed in the face over 90 times. I'm telling you right now, I'm not okay. And I'm picturing and imagining Mm. how everything feels. And I hate... I'm having... I can't speak. I hate every moment. Yeah. It was not fun to research, let me no, tell you. I can only imagine. She it's also like added... Gacy. It's like the Gacy case. Yeah. Oh. And she added also that she had two more mobile phones in her left hand, the ones that her mom tried to call the ambulance with, and her mother's head in the other. Oh, kidoki. Got it. Forensic pathologist Dr. Jennifer Pocorny Found in her autopsy of Rita Camilleri, the 57-year-old had suffered monumental injuries. Monumental. Monumental. Jeez Louise. Pocorny told the court that Rita has sustained, as we know, at least 100 stab wounds over her head and overlapping stab wounds, overlapping stab wounds associated with decapitation to the neck. Jesus Christ. She had died from obvious multiple stab wounds with decapitation at the C2 vertebrae at the end, at the top of her neck. So the C2 vertebrae. Yeah, okay. At Camilleri's sentencing hearing last month, her harrowing... Harrowing? Yeah, her harrowing triple zero call to police was her played. Her what? Triple zero, it's 911. No. Harrowing? Harrowing. Her harrowing story, yes. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'll just re-say just in case, but... No, it could have been just me. I'll just re-say it because now I'm just nervous. Okay. Her harrowing triple zero call to police was played. I'm assuming triple zero is 911. Okay. Yeah. Or our equivalent. Excuse me. Yes, exactly. I think because I know in England. It's 999. Well, UK. It's 999. Yeah. I think guess in New Zealand, it's just 000. You know, it should be like a universal either number. How the fuck do I know if I'm in the UK that's 999? What if I call 911 in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the Canadian police or whatever. We can't help you i yeah. don't know what to do not even you. canadian it's just like u.s too right i think it's, it's north america i think it's north american but we are uneducated so. we yeah and i don't want to look that up so sorry in the call play during camillary's seven day trial she can be heard asking for police and an ambulance to be sent to their home to respond to a life or death situation she passes the phone to a puzzled neighbor who b- briefly speaks with the operator before seemingly coherent Camilleri comes back to the exp- to explain the situation. So she had she called the night like nine one one on herself. 
or the the, stra- uh, the stranger the neighbor did like okay. she, yeah so basically she called passed the phone to the neighbor can you imagine being the neighbor yeah and you just see someone's holding a head like and the nose is gone the eyes are out oh no 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 oh my god no can you imagine no i don't even would you want stay there stay where like I in would front lock- of that person no but at the same time like i guess they know her and i feel like you probably want to get justice for the mom like you yeah, still want to bring if i knew it was one of my neighbors i'd be like i'm gonna call from inside my house because yeah I don't I know that's if what she's i would do. do it to me but if she kills me yeah i feel like i would just lock the door or just not even open the door yeah call 911 and be like listen there's a woman outside holding a decapitated head oh my good lord i don't know why looking at this case remind me of the episode from criminal minds with the heads on like the bed posts oh yeah yeah anyways she basically be heard um in the call saying mom has had enough of me because i admit i've been a challenge and this is ongoing thing that's been going for going on for months anyway she had had enough of me she grabbed me by the hair and dragged me from my room all the way to the kitchen she got a knife and tried to stab me with it and then i grabbed the knife and thought she was going to stab me so i stabbed her this is the yeah so she's basically yeah so she's obviously saying like she's trying to make herself seem like it was self-defense yeah you know that whole thing not Mm -hmm. self-defense no also i was so heated up with anger i just kept stabbing and stabbing and stabbing her and i took her head took off her head sorry oh my god that's not it's not self-defense no no the trial had heard Camilleri was suffering from several mental illnesses when she killed her mother. She would tell police that she got the idea to decapitate her mother, who was her sole carer, from the movies she obsessively, obsessively watched, including the te- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Jeepers Creepers. Great, great influences. Yeah. Lovely. Her older sister, Christy Torisi, delivered a tearful victim impact statement saying her mother was butchered like she was nothing. I wouldn't wish this pain upon anyone, she said. My heart feels incredible pain day in and day out. Um, Christy slammed her sister, um, slammed her sister's refusal to accept help from family and doctors, saying it was Camilleri's own decision that led her here. She says, uh, my mother was taken from me by, a selfish, by the selfish hands of my own sister. She was killed and butchered like she was nothing, all because of a fit of rage. The aftermath of the events that occurred that day has left myself, my family, my son, and anyone who had the privilege of knowing her, of knowing my mother, in absolute loss. loss. Absolute loss. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. I will never forgive Jessica, nor forget a single thing about that evening, because Jessica was well aware of the help our family extended to her and tried to give her from a young age. My God, that's so sad. Yeah. That's so fucking sad. I know. And so horrific. Just because, like, your mom's trying to help you to, like, I mean, I guess, like, I know a lot of people say, like, oh, like, they sent me away. But I'm like, but it's for your own good because then shit like this happens. Like, if you're seriously Mm -hmm. mentally unwell, like, you have serious mental illness Mm -hmm. and you're going through it, you need 
because you're a danger to yourself and to and others. others yeah and it's not just because they're trying to be mean they're trying to help because at the end of the day like they also don't want you taking your own life because of a yeah whatever granted we've seen cases where people literally send people away to wipe their hands yeah of them, they don't right? want to be like, they don't like, want to i'm be... done that's it thanks yeah. go away you're too much but we hope that the whole purpose of that in general is for that person who's being sent away to get the necessary help that mm-hmm. they need right because if i can't provide for you and you're struggling being in my care then i'm going to hopefully bring you to someone who can yeah like take care of you yeah i know oh. and i still i say this every time we talk about a case like this but i think it's always so sad when a parent gets murdered by like your son or daughter because i feel like it's the ultimate betrayal like it is you brought them into this world and they're yeah taking you out i mean same thing goes with like parents and children i just don't understand yeah. how you could possibly kill your own child but i think when your child kills you like i don't even know man i just feel like it's, and just... it's like especially because this girl like this woman seems so nice and like yeah. everyone only had like good things to say about her to be killed just because you were trying to do the right thing by your daughter yeah but she clearly didn't see it that way and she thought that you were like turning against her and she didn't yeah. want to go yeah but it's a uh, horrific and gruesome yeah, very, to say the least um, like that was not she didn't just murder her mother whatever fucking bullshit self-defense yeah. but she like brutalized mutilated her. her fucking head oh my god oh and imagine like i can't even imagine the crime scene the poor four-year-old that had to witness all that they get yeah. injured in the process like i can't even imagine oh my god they must be so fucking traumatized because this was what year again 2019 holy shit yeah so four years ago oh my god in my head that was last year <laughs> oh shit. no 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 four years ago yeah four years ago wow it's fucking crazy Jesus new zealand Christ. down under oh no that's not that's, that's australia that's australia i'm sorry anyways uh with that being said that concludes the story um really kind of left on a little cliffhanger um i feel like the story honestly was like all over the place but um i, had I thought to, it was very well done short but very well done. yeah i wish that i could have saw like more information but every article that i read was saying the same thing because it's so new and like i thought i just might as well tell the story from the new zealand herald since it literally happened in new zealand yeah um and obviously you guys can look it up and if you want to read up on it no, you can you. but honestly it's fucking horrific okay. you 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 got you got yeah. me yeah um and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, we hope you guys liked it. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and su- subscribe. Excuse me, wherever you're listening. Give us five stars. Yeah, leave a review if you can. Yeah, tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Yell it from the trees. All of the things. All the things. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Murders and Martinis Podcast. Uh, on Facebook at Eminem True Crime Podcast. And on TikTok at, you guessed it, Murders, Murders and Martinis. Martinis. <laughs> So with that, stay safe and stay spooky. Do do do.